Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. So a few other stories I wanted to get to here today, though, but I uh, wanted to, to get into this conversation because it was an interesting piece uh, raised, or point raised today in a piece by Tristan Hopper in the National Post uh, about food banks. And look, people want to help out food banks. I know there are some uh, kind of the, the far left who hate food banks, want to shut down food banks, arguing that it should be the government's responsibility to do all this stuff. But look, here in the real world, we understand the role that food banks play, and People want to help. Now, when people are out shopping, there's often bins at these grocery stores where you can buy a little extra. Some grocery stores even make a convenient little food bank-ready package. You buy that, you drop it in the bin. It's convenient and, you know, feels like you're making a difference. Or even people go through your pantry. Here's some soup. Here's some craft dinner. Let's give that to the food bank. Right? It's a donation. They didn't have that food. Now they have it. But we're often told, and maybe we need a reminder, that there's a better way to help. Let's get into that. Tristan Hopper, NationalPost.com, joins us. Uh, Tristan, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm great. Well, I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad to hear it. So what what got you on this? Um, I'm kind of a boring, pragmatic numbers guy uh, who has no capacity to feel emotions. So this is one of those many things. Yeah, one of, this is one of those many things where it just doesn't make any sense to me. I'm, I'm sort of just an alien, um, sort of observing all these these things that make zero sense. Um, and I've been sort of on the on the sorting and receiving charity side as a younger man, and I've seen that uh, there's a lot of inefficiencies in this. And if you're going to look at basically the worst way economically to help someone, uh, canned food drives are, are pretty up there. Well, you know, I mean, it seems simple enough to people that the food bank gives out this stuff. We'll get it. We'll give it to the food bank. They'll pass it on to the people who need it. I mean, it's it seems simple and straightforward enough. Mm-hmm. Oh, I should get a, get in front of this right at the beginning. Food banks are wonderful institutions. Um, they are absolutely critical in your community. And they're, I mean, if you just look at the whole range of charity, the the one in your community that gives food to people who don't have enough to eat, I mean, that, that's pretty basic and critical stuff. So, yeah, if you're, if you're looking for a charity to support, no better place than the food bank. However, give them cash rather than food. Um, so what I'm reacting against is people who are like, oh, I'll give something to the food bank. So they go to the store and they're like, oh, tuna seems good. I'll get 10 cans of tuna and then, you know, donate it to the food bank. Like the food hamper at the office, the food hamper at the school, the free canned goods. If you go to a Christmas tree light up, the things where you're actually buying a can of food to give it to the food bank, that is horrible and has to stop. Uh, Because, and I think most people, if you just think of the process on the food bank stand, what that looks like. So you're thinking, oh, I'll donate this can of tuna. And then there's going to be some, some poor family. I guess you're just imagining like, you know, some family like in the little matchstick girl or something uh, just, you know, crowded around this can of tuna and they can suddenly eat for a night. I, I don't know what people are thinking, but 
imagine you're taking your office food hamper box to the food bank, and it's just filled with random whatever. you got string beans, craft dinner, stuff. So they have to take all that food. They have to organize it. They have to put it in a heated warehouse, and then they have to figure out how your donated food fits into a family's meal plan because they have to worry about family nutrition and needs and everything else. So you basically just have this anarchic pile of food coming in, and the logistics of dealing that are insane versus if you just had a bunch of fungible cash, then you can buy your food in bulk, buy what you need when you need it. Right, which is simple, and it makes sense. Now, elaborate on this point, because food banks have made this point many times. Not only do they know how to stretch a dollar better than us, but they need that flexibility depending on what's needed, right? They can Not only can they stretch it better than us, they can stretch it way better than us. I am the cheapest person I know, and it is unbelievable what a food bank can do. So Calgary Food Bank, they claim they can take the dollar that you spend, even if you go to the no-frills, they can take your no-frills dollar and turn it into $5 worth of food because they're buying in humongous quantities, and uh, they're a charity, so tax-deductible. And um, since they are a charity, they're getting fantastic rates from food suppliers. So you take all that together, and the money that you use to buy a few cans of tuna at the Safeway, they can use to buy uh, like 30 to 40 cans of tuna. And if, if that's what need, what's needed. If it's something else, they can, needed, they can switch yeah. on a dime and, and they'll buy what's needed, right? So under the current system where they're just getting in huge piles of donations, uh, I mean, there's a corner of the warehouse, you know, that's, that's heat, rent, infrastructure, volunteers, everything, where there's just a pile of ravioli or something that's you know, is not needed at that particular time. So that's a, a drain on the charity. So, you know, it's not a pleasant thought, but if you're getting a bunch of canned things that the food bank doesn't need, that's either going in the bin or it's costing them money to sort it and deal with it. Um, so... This isn't brought up, and I'm guessing you're probably going to get to this next, but this isn't brought up a lot because charities are scared of, uh, you know, uh, scaring people away by saying, here's how to donate. You know, no one wants to see someone showing up with a cardboard box and eyes filled with well-meaning goodness and saying, "Uh, just write a check next time. Right. Well, exactly. Or to say, you know, take that home, we don't want it. But we've certainly been conditioned to donate that way because we do see these hampers and these bins all over the place. So we're taught to think that that's the best way to help. Yeah. So I I guess what I'm hoping to do with this is, and even at my offices, they have these food hampers, even though this is the second year I've been trying to say this. No one's reading it. No one's reading our own paper, apparently. Uh, But uh, yeah, when you see that hamper, your first thought shouldn't be, oh, I got to get a bunch of canned goods so the office doesn't think I'm cheap. You should see it empty on December 22nd and say, good, because you went home and you made an e-transfer to your local food bank instead of buying a bunch of canned goods that they had to deal with. Right. And, you know, it's interesting. I got a text from someone who said, uh, Superstore, uh, Superstore, when you go to pay, the cashier will ask if you want to make a $2 donation to the food bank. And even mm-hmm. if the cashier doesn't ask you, you can ask them to add it to your bill. So they probably have the bins it. there as well, but maybe there, there's more recognition of this now. Yeah, well, the uncomfortable side of all of this, and this is something you see with all types of charitable giving, is that giving money just doesn't feel as good. And it's no problem for me, as I mentioned, emotionless monster. Uh, so I'm just, oh, where do I put my money so it saves, it helps the most people, I'll just put it here, I don't care. But a lot of people that just doesn't uh, jive, uh, I mean, they, they like the idea 
I mean, it's very satisfying to fill your minivan with a bunch of craft dinner. It's really only like $150 worth of craft dinner, but when you're just unloading box after box after box at some loading bay at the food bank, it really feels like you made a difference. When, you know, it's hard to tell that person who's sort of, you know, glowing for the rest of the holiday season at all this craft dinner they donated that, you know, if you'd stayed home and just donated $40, it would have had exactly the same effect. It actually would have been easier. Well, we saw the same thing, though, didn't we, with like the Fort McMurray fire where, or with the floods. People like to donate blankets and those sorts of things uh, as opposed to, and we're told to constantly, look, if you want to help, the best way to help is to donate to the Red Cross. Mm-hmm. And people think, and I saw this for Sand, I mean, I was covering the Fort McMurray fires. People were saying, oh, you can't trust the Red Cross. It just goes into you know, some executive in Toronto. They're going to make 300 grand, and then the money just disappears. With kind of a lack of understanding of just how expensive it is to deal with disasters and where that money actually ends up because it sort of goes into a fund and is sort of dealt out over years. Uh, so instead of donating money, yeah, you do get uh, – I mean, I saw personally just warehouses packed to the rafters uh, with diapers in communities where there was no one there anymore. I mean, there wasn't even a way station. So – um, I mean, you had just truckloads and truckloads and truckloads of stuff going into the Fort McMurray area several weeks after the fire at a time when everyone was either in Calgary or Edmonton. There was no one in that particular fire zone. So you just did warehouses of food just kind of going stale and rotting. I mean, that's a pretty poor use of resources, thousands of dollars worth of groceries, the fuel to get it there, whatever, that, uh, you know, could have been sitting in a bank account earning interest for the people who are rebuilding their homes right now. Yeah, well said. Well, people can read your piece. It's up at nationalpost.com, and it also includes a link to foodbankscanada.ca if people want to read more. Tristan, uh, great talking to you as always. Thanks for joining us here. Oh, thank you. All right, Tristan Hopper with the National Post based out of Edmonton, nationalpost.com. Just pointing out the obvious, that it's more effective to donate cash. Right? Again, I mean, if if you've got food or, you know, you've, you've made that purchase They'll try to make use of it. Right? They're not going to turn you away. They're not going to chastise you. But in terms of being able to get what they need and the items that are in demand, and they do realize that people are still going to buy the food items, so food banks do try to get the word out. Here's what's needed right now. So th- that's helpful. But I think it's even more helpful, as he said. I mean, it's, it's self-evident, I think, in a lot of ways. The cash is more effective. That that way they can get what's needed more quickly. And as Tristan points out, that they're really good at stretching a dollar. So, what do you make of that? 403-974-8255. Already some text coming in here. Uh, This one says, well, how do I know I'm not getting ripped off? You give the food, that's all they've got. No choice but to do something with that food. Where is all the money going? Is all the money going to be spent on food? Some of it going to end up in somebody's pocket somewhere. Or this one from Bill says, hey, Rob, how about the NDP take that $4.5 million they're spending on ads, donating it to the food banks? Well, they're kind of donating it to radio stations, too. Something to be said for that, maybe. But, yeah, okay, that, that's probably a good idea. 403-974-8255. Let's take a break. We'll come back, close out with some time for your calls and your texts on a Friday afternoon. Stay with us. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.